Hello, Hellenist Heretics and Hyro fans, and welcome back to another wonderful episode of Nightcrawlers. Today we're going to be covering the depths of the oceans, whether that be mysterious phenomenon or weird-ass creatures within, or whatever uh, Josh brought, I don't remember. Uh, and for once, and we normally don't do this, we actually did like talk about what we're going to do, we just didn't go into detail, we basically just told each other, I'm doing this thing, and moved on. So there's still it's still going to be pretty interesting uh, to go into all of that. Uh, how are y'all feeling today? Hmm. I'm low energy. <laughs> I'll say that much. <laughs> I've offered you multiple energy drinks. This is not on me. I am no, the mitochondria of this place. Not like physical energy, Ed. Just mental <laughs> energy. I, f- I feel like Mr. Glass, you know? Like if somebody would just like push me, I'm just going to turn into a million glass pieces. But at the same time, I'm kosher, bro. I'm, like, vibing. All right. This is going to be a very <laughs> vibey episode. I can already tell. <laughs> Everyone's just chilling, getting this getting this done, you know? Uh, but I think we're all pretty excited to, to present what we've brought. It's, it's an interesting topic, I feel like. Because the oceans, like, we, we've explored our surrounding solar system better than we've explored the ocean, to my understanding. Uh, like, we know... Mm. more about the solar system in general than i beg to differ on that one well percentage wise but still but that that estimate also might come from the fact that in the solar system it's basically like what is this planet made of well now we know what this planet's made of whereas with the ocean it's like every square foot could be something completely new like it's it's fucking chaos down there Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be honest i had a hard time i had a hard time picking something to talk about for this episode so (laughs) <laughs> gonna be real understand it's a very broad broad episode like you have when like i said oceans i was very vague with it i didn't say any part of the ocean i didn't say oh oceans and you can't use any other big like big body of water you know it's just like shit man like that's a lot you know especially with every subject that we usually do it's like always something you know mysterious and creepy or whatever Today's episode is dedicated to the unknown depths. That's pretty much it. It is the whatever the fuck is going on down under the waves. I feel like it's like a party. Like there's always EDM music playing like late at night and the fish are just like dancing. And, you know, dolphins are just, you know, not allowed there. They're like blacklisted. Bro's about to rave in Atlantis. (laughs) And I feel like you were prompting dolphins there because you know I fucking hate dolphins. I'm sorry. Me and Ed went back and forth about how dolphins are like horrible creatures. And he just like gave me a lot of discovery and like what was going on with dolphins and what they do. And I'm just, I can't get it out of my head. It's like, They are some really? of the most fucking horrible creatures on the planet. I, I, I Any dolphin fans out there? I would like to say, I'm sorry if you're offended, but please research them. And if you still believe that they're good creatures, then I don't want you to like me. You want to know why they're so bad? Yeah, what's that? Because they're one of the most intelligent fish in the ocean. That's why. So they're just <laughs> they're just the humans of the ocean, for real. Like, if they could make nukes, they would. I think they, I found out what happened to Atlantis, guys. They literally toss around puffer fish to get high. Like Dolphins are the USA... Of the fishes. Oh, yeah. We didn't cover that one when we were talking about it earlier. Yeah, they get high on pufferfish. Yeah. They, and they, they, pl- 
play it like it's hot potato and they like toss it around like in like little they have like their little pods play a little puffer puffer pass they, yeah they have like their little their little pods like their little groups and they'll find a puffer fish and they'll just whack it around and like the quills will hit their tail when they're like smacking it and they get high from it and that's how they get high every day we stray away from god <laughs> every fucking day uh, makes me think like if there was a dolphin Jesus, <laughs> just like do not beat the crap out of baby porpoises and everyone out, all of the other dolphins like put him on a cross. Then uh, we don't know how to do carpentry. Dolphin Jesus, I do. I'm a dolphin carpenter. This has gone so far off track. <laughs> hey yo, I'm sorry, but I had the image everywhere, and it was like you know some Family Guy skit shit. <laughs> And I was, like, down for it, you know? I'm all into it. Like, storyline, good. If we uh, end up expanding to animation, we're making uh, Dolphin Jesus animation. We expand to animation. We're going to be, like, the adult swim of animation, okay? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Not the adult swim, but the robot chicken. That's a big claim. Still, yeah, and that's still, they're they're still, I mean, they're claymation. I mean, with the sketches. We're going to be similar to them. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So I wanted to bring up before I do forget that this episode is sponsored by Dubby Energy. Now, if you're the sort to normally buy energy drinks, they'll, then you'll already know they'll normally cost you three twenty five, three fifty, four, five. Some of them I've seen $7 energy drinks and it's absolutely ridiculous. Dubby Energy will send you a small container that has 30 servings of energy drinks in it. You get a scoop, you mix it with water, and these are no-crash energy drinks. So when you drink them, it'll give you the pick-me-up to be able to get through, get your caffeine in, all, all the good stuff that's in your classic energy drinks, and then it'll be an easy work down instead of hitting you with a freight train of energy like some things Red Bull Monster 5-Hour Energy will do, and then leaving you completely burnt out by the end. This is a nice pick-me-up let you down and if you go on uh their website and order their energy or any of their other products such as uh drink bottles or merchandise i know they have like stickers for their brand if you're into any of that then you can get 10 percent off of any order on there with code nightcrawlers please it helps to support us and personally i'm a caffeine i am completely ridiculous on energy drinks for the recording session i brought a i brought a four pack and some extra shots and all that and of course i always try to keep on hand w energy as he's well. not lying he's not just saying that like he literally brought all that i have a red bull right now and that's matter of preferences really personally i have been drinking because it comes with 30 servings i've been drinking Going through it faster than a month. Normally, most people, that'll last a month. You have one each day. I am ridiculous. Do not model after me. Do not do as I do. That is important to say. But if you would regularly drink an energy drink a day, this is definitely a much cheaper alternative to be able to have a quick drink and then it's 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 cheaper is the point because between a 30 serving package with 10 percent off you're paying maybe about a dollar if that per drink it's 
cheap, it's quality, and it doesn't crash you out like uh, some other brands will do. So take it from the horse's mouth, the fiend's, the addict's mouth, that this is quality, and I would greatly recommend anyone try it. They have a variety of flavors on their website, and I would recommend you go check them out. For presentations, I suppose I could just start, if that sounds good to everyone. Sounds beautiful, Ed. Take it away. I'm going to be honest and going to be relying on y'all as a crutch, because there's only so much that I can say about what, I, what I'm talking about. So Kind of the same, but I did really want to cover what I'm covering, because uh, I'm covering anglerfish, because as far as evolution goes in the deep sea it is very different than on land for here we have for the most part recognizable shapes and figures and what have you it is such a different almost alien environment down there that it is ridiculous to see how things have evolved and how things have changed now for us we'll have like four-legged creatures two-legged like us monkeys things like that in the deep ocean there are no rules they're unbound as long as they are good with the pressure they will be ridiculous and i feel like the anglerfish is the best possible example of this because well they come in a vast variety and there are deep sea anglerfish and i actually learned researching this that there are like shallow pool anglerfish which I didn't know were a thing. I thought there was only, like, the deep, deep sea ones. Uh, One thing to note about them is they're called anglerfish for a reason. They have the little thing on their head that glows, or sometimes it doesn't glow. There are actually way more species of anglerfish than I thought there were. They are a very varied species, but they have the little glowing thing on their head if you're don't remember what an anglerfish looks like or you never learned what they're called there's one in finding nemo mm-hmm. um they have weird pointy teeth uh what i wanted to say uh i had brought up a like i had been looking through a few different sources and i have one here just for reference to help me uh to start with uh and the one that i'm specifically on in case anyone wants to it's a to z animals.com just to go over some of the highlights of it uh first of all something that was shocking to learn Anglerfish, some species of them, can weigh over 100 pounds, which is fucking terrifying to me. You said over 100? Over 100 pounds. Nigga, I lift over 100 pounds, and that ain't no bitch. Dude, I've weighed less than 100 pounds within the last two years. There are anglerfish that are more massive, like not necessarily bigger or what have you, but they they are composed of more material than me. There are anglerfish that could probably eat me, or at least half of me. Ed, I'm going <laughs> to... I hate to break it to you, but there's something way scarier than an anglerfish that's way more common, and that's a fucking catfish. A catfish could swallow you whole. Mm-hmm. There are catfish that have clocked in at heavy... Like heavy, like I, I love that measurement. I can't even put a number on it. You know how many kids have gone missing, and it like near lakes and stuff like that. It's because a fucking catfish ate, ate a child. That's why. Well, great. Now I'm terrified of that. Thanks, Josh. Josh, you really honestly, me here. I needed that because I have felt so bad that I've been known how to fillet fishes and did that a lot of times in my day. And now I don't give a fuck. I've gotten fishes high as fuck, and then I fillet them. Delicious. Yeah. 
you know, I've eaten catfish before, so it's like, you know, it's kind of fair if that's how I go. Like, I've also <laughs> eaten snakes, so, I mean, I, I came into this world kicking and screaming out of a slimy maw. I guess going in reverse would be all right, you know? Same with pigs, you know? Pigs can eat us. I'm not going to get ate by a fish or a snake or anything like that. That's never going to happen to me. No, why not? Because I'm never going to be in that position. <laughs> You're never gonna... You never know. You see... No, I, I do know. <laughs> uh, there, there's zoo breakouts all the time, bro. <laughs> the fucking fish is They broke out of the aquarium. Hide your kids. I don't think a snake is going to fucking travel like 50 miles from the Cleveland Zoo. <laughs> listen, but listen, people have found snakes in their fucking toilet and they're like... That's in Australia. Okay, That I, is here too. No, no okay, listen. <laughs> I have seen I've seen the disasters that have happened with like snakes going through people's plumbing and shit like that. Yeah, in the sta- yeah. In, in the States. People are scared because a lot of times they're poisonous. That's not the issue in Australia. Those motherfuckers are large in Australia. Yeah. There's yeah. I've seen a video of two snakes fighting and they crashed through someone's ceiling in Australia. I'm still just caught up. I, I love the idea of like a horror movie <laughs> where like a town gets flooded and the aquarium breaks open. And instead of being scared of like the sharks or anything, there's a giant fucking catfish eating children. I mean... Have you ever, there's a, I forget the fucking name of it, but there's a Junji Ito manga where fish have like mechanical like legs on them and they crawl out of the ocean and there's a fucking, there's a great, there's like a bunch of great whites going around. They have big metal fucking legs that are crawling around eating people Wait a minute. I am just want to say that this nigga never hear of Sharknado 1, Sharknado 2, Sharknado 3, the return of Sharknado. Like, (laughs) what? No, these are actual m- real movies, and I you. Know. <laughs> like, well, isn't, like, isn't it like Sharknado Four, where they do the time travel thing, and Neil deGrasse Tyson shows up as a wizard? I, I didn't watch any of them. I, <laughs> like, this, 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 I didn't watch that. I didn't watch Piranha Double D. I didn't watch any of that. <laughs> he was not about any movie that went straight to fucking DVD, bro. Now, <laughs> I, well, I guess that's kind of topical right now because everyone's like, oh. Cocaine bear. So, <laughs> cocaine bear. Oh, I watched Cocaine and then there, bear and then like a week ago. And then there's... Oh, you fuck. Then there's like the ultimate meth gator or something meth like that. Gator? Meth gator? Is that actually coming out? That's the same people that made Cocaine Bear. Oh, oh my shit. God. They're yes. making a fucking They're making meth, a meth gator. The yeah. CBCD? Dude. <laughs> CBCU. Yeah. They're making a cinematic universe for... Cocaine bear. Yeah. No, I, I love the idea of the of the fish on like mechanical <laughs> legs though, because those motherfuckers really said it's time to take a stand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the weird thing is is like they were they were already dead. It was like the fish are already dead, but they're but they came back to life with like mechanical legs on them and they're just fucking eating this is people. Breaking every rule of evolution. It's the revenge of is- the resurrection. You didn't know they're they're worse than Jesus out in this bitch. This sounds like a story written by a dude who heard the gist of how evolution worked, but didn't quite get it. I I can't believe these movies get funded, but you know I can. I watched Cocaine Bear. God fuck, it's a good movie. Meth Gator just it broke me. Look, I had to take her to some movie 
and that was in theaters. Uh, the manga that I was talking about with the fish with like the mechanical legs and shit like that, it's a uh, it's called Gyo. Gyo? G Y O by by Junji Ito. Why can't I just see these like sharks with mechanical legs just yelling at people? Here's a, I I oh, I own the manga, but like that's a page from Yeah, it, it sounds about right. But yeah, it, oh yeah. my god junji ito gyo check it out like it's fucking it's can we post that image later like can you save that to yeah to, i can to... i can also take a picture of like i said i have i own the manga too as well so i could post like the cover and shit like that but it's oh. like <laughs> that's immediately what i thought of was just fish with mechanical legs this all started with a hundred pound angler fish and we went so fucking off. You lost yeah. me at it, meth no, gator. It, it's it's still on topic just because it's it's fish are the there are scary fish. You think like I said, sure, angler fish are scary. I'm not taking that away from them. But catfish oh, yeah. are way more common. <laughs> You're right there. You're right there. Like I should have done this on catfish. Shit. It's all good, bro. Kill it with your anguish but fish the, shit. The thing that I most wanted to talk about with angler fish, uh, is the difference between male and female, because I have never seen a weirder animal dichotomy between genders. Uh, do you guys already know how, like, the males and females differ in anglerfish? No. Okay, so every anglerfish you've ever seen is a female. Um, at least anyone that you've seen and you've recognized to be an anglerfish. Because the males don't get bigger after they're born. They stay tiny, they stay baby size, and then they latch on to the female... Their limbs deteriorate off, and they become a semen-injecting tumor that lives off the female. Hmm. That is the most fucked-up reproduction for something that big. Because I can, I, I know, like, insects can be really weird in the way they reproduce and shit like that. But imagine an 100-pound creature, animal, that... Because, I mean, fish still qualifies animals. Yeah, yeah, they're still in the same. Yeah. Imagine a hundred pound animal that's reproducing by becoming a tumor on its wife. And then there will be like multiple males like clung to a female at a time. That whore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe you have multiple parasitic males. Jeez. I'm just kidding. We're all down for you. Multiple partner with couples. I don't for real like uh, polygamy. That's fine. I'm, do I'm, your thing saying. out there. Hey, we all do it once. Yeah, but nope. I mean, what I'm against. <laughs> Josh was like, no. What I'm against is not polygamy. I'm, I'm fine with however you want to run your relationships. It's a, it's a free flowing thing. Whatever makes you happy. Now, some people personally. I don't really give a shit. I've I've tried both forms of relationship, monogamous, polygamous. They they've got their benefits and doubts. But um, as far as this goes, I don't think the issue is that she's a whore. I think the issue is that her man or men are parasites. Quite literally, we're not talking about dude chilling on the couch and he won't pay the fucking bills and you're fucking supporting him. She is. Like, credit to female anglerfish. Like, strong, powerful female figure right there. Now, <laughs> I mean, it's not like they have much of a choice anyway, so. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. But, like, at the same time. That's the baddest bitch in the fucking sea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, quite possibly. I Definitely, like, the most supportive partner. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Yeah. 
I just think it's, I just like how they hunt. You like how? Oh, the uh, the fact I that just, they trap. Just it. It's like that, or like imagine being like a small, tiny, zero-brained little fish out in 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 the deep water, in the deep dark water. You ain't seen sunlight a day in your life. You're just down there swimming, cruising another day. Cruising down the street at about six. And then another, and then out of nowhere, you see a little dot in the distance, and you're like, "Well, what's that?" <laughs> and you swim out there, and you're like, "The dot's getting closer and closer," and you're like, "Hmm." Maybe some like uh, yummy bioluminescent algae. Yeah, you're like, oh, maybe this is a new type of food I can I can get seaweed? hip to. Seaweed? Is that you? Yeah, like maybe this is something new. Maybe, maybe the the fish gods dropped something new on the menu today. Fish and then gods. you get closer and closer, and then all of a sudden the light goes out, and you're like, where to go? And then the next thing you know, you're inside a giant hundred pound fish. Oh, and uh, let's, <laughs> let's just say like I. I in researching, I did discover another thing that is important towards what you were saying. It doesn't just, they don't chomp down on their prey. No, they, they will swallow them. <laughs> no, they inhale them. Yeah. They use suction. So it's basically, it's not just next thing you know, you're in its mouth. It is next thing you know, you are currently, you are just suddenly in what would feel to you like a fucking jet stream in the ocean. And now you're surrounded in a moist cavern being broken down so that she can support her 20 husbands like another thing that's cool too is fucking what is it uh is it blue whales i forget what whales but when they eat krill they do the same thing oh yeah except their teeth since their teeth are like they're fibrous they're not actual teeth they just inhale and suck in everything through like a stream and it just goes through like their their little brush teeth yeah (laughs) i don't know if you could really count as inhaling since it's not you know how they breathe but like, no but they they make a you know like yeah. a stream they just with suction yeah i've done that with marshmallows <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, it's the anglerfish are creepy they're definitely another weird thing is in some parts of the world anglerfish is a food people eat anglerfish oh, yeah i could have told you that it, i couldn't have not until recently people eat lionfish fine those yeah, things are fucking it just never looked like something that was like plentiful enough for someone to say, "I'm going to try to make a dish out of this." Well, you to know? be fair, this is a this episode is about the deep mysterious ocean and we probably don't know how many of them there actually are. There could be a shit ton. Yeah. Turns out that Atlantis is just taken over by anglerfish people. Like just the <laughs> weirdest undines ever. <laughs> I can see that happening. Uh Okay, I mean, those were the major points I wanted to cover. Let me check real quick in case there's something else that I feel like, because I've, for the most part, kind of just been going off and checking here and there in case. Um, we're, we're talking about the ocean. There's, like, a group yeah. of people that believe, like, there's, like, basically kaiju-level creatures out in the ocean. Yeah. Like, Godzilla-sized I'm fish and shit like that <laughs> down there chilling. We are still discovering new creatures and species every fucking day. I mean, I mean, did you guys hear about they found a Jurassic era bug inside of a Walmart? Yeah, I yeah I seen an article about that. Walmart really does have everything. Uh. <laughs> you, you want your extinct species? Yeah, we got those in aisle eight. <laughs> Nigga, you you didn't ask, but they received. The thing, I mean, it was massive from what I seen. Like it was big. 
the fucking yeah it was big it was like terrifying <laughs> but yeah i i think i fully covered everything aside from the fact that some of them are bioluminescent other than just like the thing on their head but that's like you know deep sea fish are sometimes bioluminescent that's i feel like something that we all just kind of expect from deep sea fish at this point mm-hmm. like some of them glow I, I don't get it they they do though so i mean I feel, they they're into that they yeah. like yeah. what the fuck they're called but they have big ass jellyfish that are like in like they're around the same area that anglerfish hang out and they're fucking they light up like red and shit like yeah, like cool yeah stuff. yeah and they're oh fucking my huge God. trend was right it is a rave down there I told you. Shit. I told you. They got all the lights, the glow sticks you ain't never heard of. That's one thing I have. I've. I think in California, there was one time where I seen like a pot. I was at the beach and I was a little kid. There was a jellyfish that washed up on the beach, but um, when we looked into the water, like near where like it drops off, um, like near where it drops off into you know. And it goes that I forget what they thought they call it, the continental slope or whatever in the ocean. Mm-hmm. There was just yeah. like a whole like pod of them, like jellyfish, like what hundreds of thousands of them that are just like that. Because that's how they like they travel in like groups and stuff like that. And they're all like mushed together and you just you see all of them like their little heads and stuff like that. It's really fucking weird. But like in the deep sea, they do the same thing, but they're bigger so it's just like you'll see like miles of just like tentacles and shit like that. Like they're little, you know, yeah, just like yeah, moving yeah. across the ocean. That shit would be freaky to me. Like that reminds me of when I was driving on the road and I seen a big ass mama skunk <laughs> running in front of me <laughs> with like four of her babies attached to her nipper, nipple fucking running with her like literally attached while she's running full speed it was like the most terrifying i'm like what is this ball of fucking fungus <laughs> i hit a skunk once on the way to work and i remember getting there and just thinking like god i hope no one can smell that was that you i was wondering why the back room smelled like skunk for like three hours i when was this for it's you? happened more than once a couple of weeks ago no this was a couple months ago okay okay Okay. But I do just remember because it jumped out in front of my car and it was dark and I was just like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that was a skunk. <laughs> yeah, it's, okay. it's it's happened more than once there. Yeah, it'd be like that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, shit. Well, you got anything else to add? Not, nothing other than the fact that uh, when I was imagining the like big cluster of jellyfish, I was thinking, damn, I want to lick that. And I don't know why that's my impulse, but like that was my first thought when you described it. <laughs> You watch way too much Spongebob, my guy. It ain't that easy. I, I never said it'd be easy, but is it worth doing is the question. I mean, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't want to risk it. Have you ever seen a, what's the movie, Seven Pounds of Will Smith? Yeah. Fine. If I ever get a jellyfish out of the water, I'll lick it. He basically commits suicide by getting in a tank full of, yeah, he owned like four box jellyfish. Yeah. Which are tiny little jellyfish, but one sting from them and that's it. Yep. You see, that's why you can't fight them on their grounds. Like, you can't go to their home. I mean, to be fair, to, fucking to be fair, it's his home. That yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're in his house. In, in I mean, He's in the water. Rent. Well, um, that, well, that's the thing. People think jellyfish are like fast. They're not fast moving creatures at all. But who be- thinks that? Je- look at that. That is not an aerodynamic. But effect. also, but <laughs> but be also because of like their like skin they're translucent basically yep they they're kind of hard to see when you're like in the water yep 
Okay, so I just need to get a jellyfish out of the water. And at that point, I'm not licking it. I'm eating it. I can see this nigga in the water with a net. (laughs) (laughs) You see, this is why I'm not safe from catfish. Because I'll do stupid shit in pursuit of stupid reasons. And uh, one of those stupid reasons is to eat new shit. I have a list of top fucking things that I want to eat, even if I know I'll never get to. Mm, uh, we, same. We should do a weird foods episode, then I can cover that. Um, you know my fat ass is down for that. Yeah, sounds Something good. Something like that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um. Anyway, uh, if you know what, uh, eeny meeny miny moe. I'm say, down. I'll, I'll get yeah. mine over with. I, I was about to say I'm, I'm ready. Cause I I have a few things. I also have two things. All right. Um, I'll go. I'll go. Yeah, you go. All right. So I... Thank you for the decisiveness. <laughs> trying to figure out what to talk about when it came to the ocean. It, I, I said it was difficult, not because there's so many options, but just because there's so little that we do actually know. So it's hard to pick like something that is unknown yeah. that are rumored because either we know about it or we don't. Something that still has enough of an air of mystery to get everyone going, ooh. Like, for the longest time, like, you know, the, the giant squid. Yeah. The, yeah. That was a rumor. We never seen one. And then one day we did. I debated going over that and its implications regarding stories of the Kraken, actually. But. Yeah, I mean, I gotta, I gotta tell you, because there is a class above the giant squid, and those are colossal squid. That's what they call them. Yeah. And I've never heard anything about a colossal octopus, but a colossal squid that... that colossal octopus, that sounds crazy. Man. I, I don't know. I've never heard anything about like a giant octopus or anything like that. Sounds never, like a schoolgirl's dream in Japan. I mean, <laughs> Ooh, octopusy! But I, I mean, I, but the colossal squid were like, I think it was over-exaggerated. Maybe how big they were, or maybe they were just as big as a fucking kraken. Who knows? I doubt it. But the uh, tentacle porn begs to differ. But I remember, like, they would the colossal squid, like way, way back in the day, like when people were still traveling by boat and shit like that, taking two years to go from one place to another one. It would be like on like little, like single, like single person boats, or not even that. That's when they would be scared. Because if a colossal squid showed up, they could just take that whole shit down. Just like in like a rowboat. Like, that's what I mean. Not like in an actual ship, but I mean, I would imagine it still being pretty fucking scary. But I was going to say, or like I was saying earlier, there's like a whole group of people that believe like there's like kaiju level creatures just out in the ocean. Like people think there's still a megalodon out there somewhere. I'm like, how? Uh, describe that for our listeners that don't know. So, megalodons, or I mean, uh, easiest way to simplify it, these motherfuckers were around during the Jurassic era, the dinosaur era. That's when they first came around. This is also the same era of time that had giant fucking alligators that are like 10 times bigger than they are now. Same in... It's the same thing with the Megalodon. The Megalodon was like, I think they said like 20 times bigger than a Great White. They were big. So I just looked up how big a colossal squid grows to be. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it looks like they can grow up to 45 feet, or that's 14 meters. 
Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. That is terrifying. That and, is And fucking... squid, unlike jellyfish, squid are fucking fast. You know, so... <laughs> you know, people be talking about the giants and the Stone Age and all that shit. Man, mm-hmm. fuck the fucking ocean. Okay? That's what I'm going to say. Because that's, well, that's another thing that I kind of thought about, too. People think giants existed like a long yeah. time ago. Like, I mean, obviously on land, we're talking about yeah. a race Nephilims of and shit. A race of what beings. What if they just went to the water? That were bit. Well, I'm saying like if people think that giants as like a a race of humanoid existing, is it that much of a stretch to think that they were like colossal, like like fish life and shit like that? No, this, they're like a, there are parts of the ocean that are so deep we have never seen them. There could be something just yeah. laying down there. Literally. Yeah, I mean, look at things like uh, what what are they called? The like the flat fish that like hide on the like. Yeah, I I forget what they're called, but yeah, yeah. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a flounder, or am I thinking of something else? I'm not sure. I, I bottom think, feeders. I don't know if that's their. I don't know if that's their name. But I know what you're. Yeah, they're, they're just they're flat and they lay on the they lay on the the ocean. Yeah, floor. like imagine a colossal version of one of those that's like on the like that's a completely feasible idea. Like a deep sea um, fish like that that just lays on the ocean floor because way down deep where there's still life, there's going to be dead fish there's going to be decay there's going to be shit floating to the bottom there's going to be something feeding on that and to think that we can hardly see or send stuff down there to even check on that stuff already just begs that that's more of a possibility that there are things that are hiding down on the bottom because just because bottom feeders are already a very effective tactic because they're hard to see now put that in a deep sea environment and it's all the more reasonable that it's going to take that evolutionary approach. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But so there's there's that. There's the whole like the kaiju theory, like, oh, there's fucking Godzilla's down there just chilling. Yeah. Like, you know. And uh people, like I said, people believe that there's prehistoric fucking living fish down there. Stuff like that. I don't Poseidon know. Poseidon just trying to get away from our dumbasses. Uh, I listen. We know sharks are big. Do I think there could be a colossal shark out there somewhere? Yes. Do I think it's a megalodon? Probably not. I doubt it. I think it's just one shark that got really fucking lucky and he's been eating nice for the last 20 years. Who knows? I mean, there's the distinct possibility there is a larger species of shark that, much like the colossal squid, similar to a megalodon. I'm not going to say that it's as large. I mean, there's a possibility that there's one that's larger. For all we know, there's a fucking bioluminescent shark that's... In the like at the very bottom of the Marianas Trench, that is like fifty feet long. For all we fucking know, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But I mean, so there's that. But also showing up to the rave. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, do. But also, since I'm the alien guy, there's also the people think people tend to think that aliens, if they have come to Earth or they are on Earth, they have some. Somehow, for some reason, decided to settle in the ocean. Uh, the aquatic alien. They're not even aquatic. They're just like, oh, this boy came from Saturn and now he's in our ocean. Like, shit like that. Like, that's what people think. <laughs> I just imagine and, they think, like, they had evolved over time and shit and, like, just decided to settle there. And they take it a step further and they think, oh, well, yeah. maybe they're responsible for making some of these colossal fish and shit like that. But also... Another one. What? So here's here's one that was kind of interesting. So from that alien theory, there's like 
I love how heavily you leaned into you're the alien guy. Well, uh, I mean, it's I know that honestly, you just know I just, all this stuff. Already. I just thought about it now because I'm putting. I mean, I've uh, this is stuff I heard in the past, but I was like, oh, I brought up aliens earlier, and that reminded me of this. But also, there is a theory that octopi, like octopus, octopi, isn't they're not from Earth because they can survive in a vacuum. People think that they were just fucking like traveling through space at one point in time and like crashed on crashed in earth and like got embedded in like the ocean's really? ecosystem if you put an octopus in a vacuum nothing will happen to it it'll just but sit there that's some lovecraftian shit that people are theorizing right there like, yeah yeah that sounds way extra cosmic mm-hmm. entity with tentacles come on yeah i but can no, see a that, tv that show is, about it right now that is a real theory that people think oh um on that i i'd like to say grammatically uh, octopuses, octopi, and octopose are all acceptable pluralizations of octopus. Okay. <laughs> Any whore, you were saying? But no, yeah, pe- people people are of the subscription that octopi don't originate from Earth, which I think was kind of interesting just because of how they react to shit. That, and they're really fucking smart. Yeah, I mean, I get that, yeah. I think they are the smartest in the ocean, is it? Oh, yeah, 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 they're not reaping hell like dolphins. You were saying (laughs) earlier, oh, dolphins are so smart. Yeah, but that's because because octopi don't got the structure to do that. You can fucking octopi up easily. You're right, though. Octopi are known to be just victims. Yeah, they are. Yeah, (laughs) they literally are. For for fish that are considered sentient beings, them motherfuckers get done pretty dirty. They are sentient and they know what's happening. Yet we boil them, bitches, mm. alive and like, like all we kinds of. We eat them sh- alive. We f- we eat yeah. them alive. We fry them alive. Like I will. That is actually on my top list of things I want to eat is live what? octopus. Oh, yeah. Uh, you you gotta uh, chew yeah. it good, or it'll try to crawl back up your throat. I heard, and like, I want to try it. It's an old kendo tradition because they believe that octopi were strong animals, and if you eat it alive, yeah, it'll uh, give you its strength. And uh, you know, after hearing about that, I just kind of, I kind of want to. I respect. The I tradition. heard that too. I respect the tradition. I'm not gonna eat a live octopus. I I, but I, I eat it. I, I like octopus too you much. See, this is why you and me are gonna die first, Trent. Like. I don't have reckless on my back for no reason. I put a lot of strange things in my mouth. It it has nothing to do with being reckless. It's the fact that I respect the animal, so I'm not going to eat it alive. Kill it first, then I'll eat it. I literally will put a live lobster in boiling water and then eat that bitch. Okay. I don't give a fuck. I, I, I don't respect a lobster as much as I respect <laughs> an octopus. That's not the point. The point is, is I have respect for the creature. I don't respect shit. You, me, Trent, Korea. Come on. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> that's that's you too. Okay. You can go ahead and go out there and get canceled for your Asian racism or whatever. I don't know, but um, that was Trent. That was that was all Trent. Hey, you co-signed it. I I just said I wanted to respect their culture and and, and partake of a traditional. It meal. was a joke. I'm Damn, like. <laughs> Hey, well, that doesn't Sorry. matter. That doesn't matter these days. No one care. They're not going to care if it's a joke. Point is, I though, just want to eat a live animal. Okay. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about that. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, back back on topic. Back on topic. You're presenting. No, so yeah, the, I do not look good here. <laughs> Neither do I. Apparently, shit. The point is, yeah, octopi. They're far more intelligent than anything in the ocean. For a lot of people to think, hey, 
I don't think they're originally from there. That's all I really know about like that theory. That's what people think. Like they're too smart. They can survive in a vacuum. They're not from Earth. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I mean that. And have you seen videos of like octopi escaping their enclosures at like aquariums and shit like that? I saw it on Family Guy once. That doesn't yeah. count. <laughs> Yeah, I actually saw that shit. That shit's crazy. But like, like they'll put them in a tank and they'll like twist like a cap on or something like that. And then like five minutes later, they'll walk back like past the tank and they'll see the octopi. Either it's not in there or they'll see it like try- unscrewing the fucking lid and crawling back well, out. You don't keep an octopus in a jar. They're known for getting into those and out. Well, I, well it's not that. It's like when aquariums get like new fucking like tanks or some shit like that like oh here's a new way to preserve the fish yeah you know uh test it out see how it works keep an eye on it what happens pretty dumb design for an octopus i feel like to unscrew imagine being a fish babysitter see that's like a that's like a basic example they've done even more like just retarded things like you wouldn't even think about like they would like i think there was one octopus that used to like jam the filter in the tank that it was staying in Dude, imagine being a fish babysitter during that shit. You're just over here about to take your smoke break, come back. The octopus is just like, hello. Yeah, you just see him crawling down the side of the fucking tank. You're like, what the fuck do I... Huh? (laughs) How do I get him back in? (laughs) Make this the sequel to Catfish Killer. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Put it in the fucking... uh, what what is it? The CBCU? No, it's (laughs) octopuses on PCP. Octopi on PCP. I I just I would like to think that there is a colossal octopus out there somewhere. That's all. That's what I'm saying. I felt that. But with that, my last thing that I was going to talk about is not a creature, but the uh, hydrothermal vents that they have at the bottom of the ocean, which are basically like fucking mini volcanoes. Yeah. But they're just as dangerous as a normal volcano. Mm-hmm. And I was looking, they have a nickname, and I think they're called, like, Black Smokers or something like that. Something very, uh... Vague. Ominous. Mm. Yeah, they're called Black Smokers. So, a Black Smoker is, it's a hydrothermal vent. I love how Ed's looking at me like, damn, I know I'm black, and I know I smoke. Come for me. But, uh, so it says, these vents are often referred as underwater geysers. And they're called black smokers because when they erupt underwater, smoke still comes out of them. And they get, like, the surrounding temperature of the water, I think it's said to, like, up to 750 degrees Fahrenheit Holy shit. when they go off. Jeez. And their plumes of smoke are up to 180 feet tall. Damn. Oh, shit. These are at the bottom of the ocean. And that's before it dissolves into the water? Like, it gets that far? Yes. God damn. Like, they're fucking terrifying. And the cool thing about them is, though, is there's whole ecosystems that thrive. So not only are we at the very bottom of the ocean yeah. where there's volcano, and people think, like, at the super very bottom of the ocean, it's, like, cold. It's not. Because that's, like, the closest part to the Earth's core. So it's hot as fuck yeah. down there. So not only... Are you at the very bottom of the ocean where the pressure alone is, like, impossible? More than any G-force you can ever think of. Yeah. yeah. It, it, like, besides that pressure, they're also dealing with insane heat, 
volcanoes everywhere. And then there's species of fish and bacteria and shit that thrive on that heat and shit. Like there's tardigrades down there, obviously. Yeah. But then tardigrades are fucking everywhere. But also I found out there's like species of like jellyfish and like starfish and shit like that. Yeah. And like like normal fish, but they're hardcore and they exist down there around those vents and shit like that. When you were looking into it, did you come across pillow lava? Uh, I seen something about it, I think. I didn't look into it. It's something that I kind of like grazed over. I mean, I could real quick cover it. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, deep sea geysers will often, when they erupt, release blobs of lava, as you would expect, being Mm -hmm. that they are volcanoes. And due to the environment, they pretty much uh, will begin to solidify from the water. But as a result of both the heat, the liquid, it kind of enters this state where it almost looks like a stone, but fluffy because of the way it moves. It's been called pillow lava because when it comes out, it basically forms an orb, a bubble. And so it'll just release multiple bubbles of lava instead of the like stream that you get on the surface that the water will partially solidify the outside but since it is still raging hot and it's still liquid on the inside, will create this weird, because it's basically the liquid of the water creating a barrier around the liquid of the lava that is loose and still like shifting, making this fluffy pillow-like thing. They look like they'd be delicious, but they'd kill you instantly. <laughs> I mean, like they look like like I'd want to take a bite out of it, like it's a dessert kind of fluffy, which is, uh, it, I, I always thought that it was really cool the way that between the heat, the liquid, the molten rock, it forms this weird thing. And often they'll end up settling in that form as they begin to solidify, creating these basically volcanic stones underground that are just like these perfectly round. Well, they warp once they settle on the surface floor. But like these rounded uh, stones of what is pillow lava. Hmm. No, yeah, it's something that I heard of before, but I wasn't quite sure what it was. I just knew I had something to do with, like, the lava that came out of, like, the vents and shit at the bottom of the ocean. Oh, yeah, this was something, because I looked into volcanic vents forever ago. Yeah. So it's, and I, like, with you rehashing on everything, it's all extremely interesting still. It's such a cool thing. To, uh, it really is, though. It's, like, one of my favorite things about ocean, and I was really hoping that one of you guys would cover the topic. Yeah, I'm I'm glad, yeah. You fucking, you got us here. Yeah. Hell yeah. You two are far away to fist bump, so. <laughs> anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's hydrothermal vents. It's basically just fucking series of mini geysers and shit like that at the bottom of the ocean. Of course, they're in areas that have a lot of volcanic activity, so. Yeah, along that. tectonic plate lines and all that. Yeah. Um, as you would imagine, they're probably just, they're probably just long stretches of ocean that are just basically a large line of vents where the plates are meeting i would imagine yeah it's also said too that uh besides like the coral reefs those areas are like among the most like nutrient rich and stuff like that in the ocean just because of all the activity yeah i mean like the mineral based activity yeah between uh the actual like the actual warmth the heat because cold is hard to sustain life in i mm-hmm. mean in general the warmth being provided with lack of sun um in mass amount due to it being you know on 
tectonic areas. It's going to be a very dense area of a lot of heat uh, matched in with the fact that it's consistently introducing new minerals, new um, shit from inside of the earth, just cycling in. And that's another thing yeah. I wanted to like specify too. These like the new, lava, new carbon and the lava well. and stuff like that. And like all the shit that's erupting under these geysers, all of this shit is directly from the core. Like, because it has to find a place to, to like, excess has to find a place to go. Yeah. And that they travel through a series of vents, and those vents lead right into the ocean. Like, that's where all that shit comes from. It's mm-hmm. not like just random lava wells built up in the bottom of the ocean. No, it's, and it's from also the core. Worth noting that path of least resistance is where stuff's going to come through. There is less resistance coming out at the bottom of the ocean mm-hmm. than there is working its way all the way up to a surface volcano. So these things are going off constantly on, like, surface volcanoes. Yes. Yeah. If Shit's crazy, for real. If we had no ocean and those those things were still going off, you would be, like, it'd be a regular event. Yeah. yeah like, you would know about it every single hour. <laughs> yeah, but between the... The different minerals, uh, carbon, everything coming out of, uh, well, the center. By the time, like, let's say pillow lava or other forms of lava that can form underwater actually fully cools down, it's basically just going to be a dense pocket of material that could feasibly, and I'm sure for many species with the way they've evolved down there, be lived off of. Yeah, yeah, true. And then those smaller species that can live off of minerals and things like that get eaten by the bigger ones, and it creates the whole ecosystem. Exactly. It would have a whole another circle of life. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's all I got was the underwater vents and, you know, the kaiju theories for all the big fish and shit like that down there. And then, of course, the octopus being aliens, because why not? Yeah, because you got to throw that in. I mean, like, <laughs> we're crazy. Yeah, least. facts. We're all just a slightly different brand of crazy. I've learned that. <laughs> if if I could describe my brand, it'd probably be DCs. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's fair. Yeah, I could see that. All right. So uh, what were you uh, going into then, Trent? Um, Actually, for mine, I have two parts to mine. And I kind of picked mine because I actually been to both places even though they're kind of mainstream, but at the same time, not really, because everybody knows about the Bermuda Triangle, but not many people know about the Lake Michigan Triangle. And if they do, they don't know a lot. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start off with the Lake Michigan, though, because in my opinion and from what I've researched, the Lake Michigan Triangle is actually more dangerous and had more satellite interference and everything in between when it comes to mystery and disappearances and plane cr- crashing or mysteriously disappearing to ships um, still being discovered to this day. So... Dude, I'm sold. Let's get on it. The Lake Michigan Triangle is is specifically, if you drew a line from Manawak... I'm hoping I'm saying that correctly if I butchered it. My bad. I'm only one person. Wisconsin and across to Ludington, Michigan, straight south to Bennington Harbor, then back across the lake to Manawak. That is what is commonly known as the Lake Michigan Triangle. The thing that makes it so mysterious is the lower parts of the lake or even the thinner parts are... In the north of, like, 
Lake Huron and Lake Superior. So we're around Lake Erie, which if you go more towards Lake Huron, that's where it starts getting really deeper. But we are a part of what the deepest lake in the Great Lakes. So just a little known fact. So the Triangle had a lot of mysterious shipwrecks. Um, Specifically, I'm going to talk about the first one. The crew of a Rose Bella, which was headed on her final voyage from High Island, Michigan, to Bennington Harbor, right through the heart of the Triangle. The ship never make it, of course, but it was finally found drifting aimlessly in open water and her crew mysteriously all gone. Damage was found on the outside of the ship like it's been hit by something, but and no other ships were in the area during the, her voyage. So, weird, right? But then there's also the mysterious disappearance of Captain Donner, April 28th, 1937. The McFlan uh, freight, freighter was sailing through the ice, brought on a sleepless night for Captain George R. Donald. They entered open water in Michigan, and Donald decided to take a break and get some sleep before docking in Port Washington in Wisconsin. He told his crew to leave him while... He was sleeping and promptly locked himself in the cabin from the inside. The ship docked and the crew attempted to wake Donner, but got no response from his cabin. After getting word, they broke into the door, only to find nothing. Captain Donner has just completely disappeared without a trace. There was no sign of him ever leaving the cabin. Oh, so it, like they broke in the door for this. Yes. So this dude just vanished inside like... Like, into it's thin air real, type shit. And the door was locked mystery story. Like, Yeah. Huh. It's not like just, you know, your classic, okay, a ship just disappeared. Like, okay, that's common. You know, like, okay, we find a shipwreck. Yeah. Maybe some, maybe they crashed into something. Maybe something happened. Maybe... Maybe the colossal squid took them. Shit, maybe one of the motherfuckers inside decided, I'm going to take the shit over and board and decided to fight everybody. And then they all went down. Yeah, maybe a little bit of sea madness was involved. Maybe Cocaine Bear learned how to swim, you know? Maybe we had a Boston Tea Party and they decided to explode the ship from within. You never fucking know. But the fact of the matter is that is like, you has no explanation for that. You can't theorize that. You can't really, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I think on it long enough. Maybe I come up with some, but I don't think I could get anything. Solid there's gotta or be, reasonable there's gotta be anything. something because I mean that's not the first like, it's not the first story I've heard about an entire ship's crew going missing in the middle. Like, granted, that, that, that's not what happened though. But the crew was fine. It was the captain that disappeared. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like for the, I mean, there have been points in times where like entire crews have disappeared off yeah. the ship, and like the ship is. The ship is just like that said. Oh, it's a beat up a little bit. Nothing crazy, but the crew is just gone. Right. And people are like, where did, where could they have gone? Disappearances at sea, like the list of them is numerous. And the stories can get really fucking weird. Exactly. <clears throat> but of course, I also have a plane story. So Northwest Orenton Airline Flight 2501 was flying from New York to Seattle in June of 1950. Keep in mind, at this point, we were now using radars, radio technology to track planes and ships. Flight Flight 2501 radioed in a distress while flying over Lake Michigan. 
saying they had experienced raging electronic discharge in the air and needed to drop to 2,500 feet. After that radio car, the plane disappeared from the radar and no evidence of it has ever been seen since that day. Hmm. So it just dropped out like it just vanished from the radar. Yep. Is it possible that it flew, like, how low down does radar get? Like, if it flew down too far to be tracked anymore and just kind of fell off the map? It's not that. If something is uh, flying, it sends out a specific type of signal, which all of those radars are, like, they're programmed to pick up. The altitude doesn't matter. Something had to interfere with that system for it's signal to disappear. All exactly. Right. I have never looked into radar, to be honest. My grandfather was in the Navy for 20 years, and he worked on, like, the big-ass ships in the middle of the ocean that have the jets flying on them and shit mm. like that. And then when he retired from the Navy, he worked at Sikorsky, which was, he made helicopters. Nice. He made black the black, the same Blackhawks that SEAL Team 6 used to take down... Osama? Osama. That's crazy. Like, he worked on that shit, so... No, yeah, it, it it's that yeah. Those radar systems, once you're on there, you're not getting off there un- unless something is like fucking with the signal. Okay, that's the only way. Okay, so that is great clarification to help point out how weird that it is that this plane was just lost suddenly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, not- like I say, Lake Michigan have more like a lot of those stories and everything about the Bermuda Triangle to this day have turned out to find like factual evidence about what happened to everything that uh, either crashed or vanished at some point. Is that why you're saying this is weirder than the Bermuda? Yes, because a lot of things about Lake Michigan still to this day, nobody can figure out what the fuck. And it's not to mention too with planes and stuff like that, it's even weirder because you're you're constantly in communication with people throughout exactly. the entire duration of the flight. Yeah, you you're expect- always checking, you know, like flight levels, where should we be at? Every hour you're giving an ETA, this is where we're at, this is where our, con- our coordinates were this far out, what's the weather like, blah, blah, blah. Like there's always a constant source of You'd trading information. you some sort of, oh, something's going weird with this at this moment, or oh, we're about to crash. Like some, if something were to happen... Short of everyone going immediately unconscious, which even still wouldn't explain the radar issue, um, you are going to get something before an actual event that it was just so sudden. Like from just raging electric, you know, discharge in the air that it doesn't add up. It's too mysterious, you know. It sounds like something yeah. straight out of a movie. I mean, you can make the argument like, oh, there's the chance that the electricity fried something. But planes are literally built Pl- yeah, to planes withstand are, that. Planes are... I've been on a plane that's been struck by lightning before. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They're, like, they're it, made so that that's not supposed to be an issue. That that really can't be an now, issue. Now, granted, Trent said this was, what, the 1950s? Yes. So that probably... That might not have been... Fair. I mean, I, I don't know... Maybe that technology isn't as good as it is now. We'll say that much. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we didn't go to noting. we didn't go to the space to go to space till the sixties. Go to the space. Yeah, we didn't go, go to the space. Yeah, we didn't go to space till the sixties. So you're the alien guy, and you call it the space. The space. I literally told you at the beginning of this. I'm not mentally like 
fit right now. It's okay, Josh. <laughs> oh man, I'm just I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're expecting from me. <laughs> but I'm no, yeah. expecting a little bit of professionalism. No. Something you don't have, so that's a hypocritical move on your part, sir. Okay. I don't think anyone in this podcast has any ounce of professionalism. I just exactly. uploaded a video to TikTok that shows my level of professionalism. Exactly. <laughs> it was a poop video, guys. It was a poop video. Shit I did not just okay. It was a poop fart. joke video. It wasn't just me uploading like, "Hey guys, check out how big this one was." You know, like it, it was a it was a poop joke video. I love how he has to joke. explain his poop video. See? It was just called a poop video. <laughs> See? You got called out. All right. So on to... I uh, myself out. <laughs> we all call you out at this point, Ed. The so On to uh, Lake Michigan, pretty much. On my final note about Lake Michigan. Yeah, let's continue this. I like that better. On the weird stuff, yes, multiple sightings of UFOs have been reported over the Lake Michigan Triangle. Look, I'm stealing your alien theme. Look at me. Look at me. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> A recent episode of Unsolved Mysteries focused on the 1994 UFO outbreak just to the rest of Holland and off the coast of uh, Muskern. Sorry if I butchered these names. Again, I'm not a professional. I'm just trying... These stories were all linked by common traits of sightings, including colors, shapes, and distance of light seen overhead. One of the strangest details, though, was an NOAA employee describing watching the UFOs on radar, hovering over the lake and then dispersing. Witnesses also say they saw at least one of the UFOs possibly pulling a column of water into the ship from the lake. Hmm. That's... So, was it like, a, I'm assuming it was like, what, like a water spout? Yeah, yeah, a water spout just like directly going into the UFO. Because that's the one thing about Lake Michigan. Lake Michigan has the most uh, like water spouts per year. What if they make them? What if the aliens I mean, are they, just like, yeah, time for the water spout? Honestly, I wouldn't even say fucking aliens. It's probably the fucking government making them. No, I'm, for real though. I'd like to imagine an alien ship and like... That there's the water spout, like they're pulling the water up, and it stops like right under the ship. And there's just like two aliens standing at the entrance underneath their ship with just a, a basic ass net, like trying to catch these fucking earth fish. Fuck. They use the water spout to transfer themselves because they actually live at the bottom of the ocean and the vents that Josh was talking about. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. They, they, their friends were underneath the water and they were just like, "Okay, we just gotta suck this dude straight up into the ship." <laughs> yeah, he's injured. The sharks got him. And, nah, we just gotta get him home for holiday. Like it's <laughs> and we need to get him home to his family. That was beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, water spouts, those are, that's another fucking scary thing. It is. Well, we should do a whole episode about weather while we're, oh, after weird food. Yeah, fucking, you ever seen fire tornadoes? That shit's scary too. Dude, yes. I mean, we could do uh, food next week or we could do like a different thing. I, it's, I'm i really down with like... food next week, you know, my fat ass. Um, let's not give them too much of a preview. What if plans change, you know? Yeah, things could change. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, you know, we're, right. we're just shooting shit on this, you know. Shooting shots. Kobe. Oh, no. Kobe <laughs> fucked up. I'm sorry. Well, I don't really think he fucked up, but... The, the pilot <laughs> fucked up. The pilot fucked up hard. It's <laughs> like, damn. You know I don't keep track of this shit. I have no fucking clue what you guys are on about with Kobe. Kobe Bryant died he in a helicopter crash. Oh, shit. He's dead? Man. That was like, when what, last year? 
That was Beginning two years of, ago. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no. 2020. Never heard about it. <clears throat> there was a lot going on in 2020. Was it 2021? I don't know. It, it wasn't recent. I know that. I know it was like beginning of the year shit, which is over here vibing. Next thing you know, Kobe Bryant's daughter died. He died in a helicopter. Yeah, yeah it, was, it wasn't just him. It was him and his daughter. Well, God yeah. really it, grabbed that helicopter, said, Kobe. <laughs> yeah, that joke was made so many times through a meme, yes, bro. but it's original to me. I know, bro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Josh, Josh processing my my fucking slowpoke memeing. No, there's nothing to process. I've heard it before. No, I did ask. <laughs> but I haven't. I can be proud of this. King it's of, original to me. King of your own little world. <laughs> Go ahead. It, it be like that sometimes. Hey, sometimes that's what you gotta do, <laughs> man. When everybody against you, you gotta love yourself. That's all I it takes. It. Wow. You really got to call me out like that. Shit. Love yourself out of spite. <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> but yeah, I don't keep track of popular events. You guys know that I keep track of like weird shit. That's me. I, I keep weird. I mean, weird I'm going to be honest. I mean, I heard about it. I I'm, I don't watch basketball. I'm not really a big basketball fan. I didn't really care. We're lucky. I was just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I... I don't watch basketball, but at this point, we are lucky that Ed does not have an Obama phone because that is how out of the loop he is. Anymore. Anymore. <laughs> Look, I just got Snapchat like, what, two weeks ago? But he doesn't have a Facebook. He don't have any of that shit. He's like, I'm in charge. he's like your grandpa. Your, your grandpa got a Snapchat. I'm in charge of our TikTok because it was the only social I used when we started this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of people would probably beg to differ. They probably think that's different. They'd be like, well, of course he uses the fucking Zoomer social media app. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Josh. I'm trying. I'm trying my best. He upgraded from Skype to TikTok. God damn. Okay. For everyone who has a mental image of me right now, I'm 26. I'm not some fucking decrepit old dude who doesn't know shit. All right. Don't worry. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it is kind of weird when your only social media is TikTok. Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, bro. I also I've, have Discord. That doesn't. In, yeah, so, that's that, no. my thing with Discord is I, I'm on Discord every day. I've been on Discord every fucking day since like 2016. So I mean, to me, it's like it's not. It's a social media, but it isn't. I don't know. Yeah, it really well, maybe isn't. because I'm anti-social and I don't trust the media. I think that should be. I think that's a majority of people at this point. I was about You're to say that's me too. That. Like I, I don't have tape over my laptop camera for a reason. People just cope differently. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't. I don't gain anything from having these. For the no, I know part. that. So, I know it's okay, Ed. You can put your phone in the microwave. We got this. I'm not. I'm not a fucking moron. <laughs> mate. <laughs> Damn it. I'm not technologically illiterate. Like, shit. I, I never said that. I was just calling you paranoid. Paranoia, not, paranoia. Fuck. Everybody's out to get me. God. But no, I just, I don't have friends. So. <laughs> As I'm sitting here standing next to Ed, hang out with him on a regular basis. And now basis. I got both of you guys on Snapchat. Yeah. My God. You're like, <laughs> of the six people I have on there. It's okay, Ed. Nobody gives a fuck about snap scores in reality. What the fuck's a snap score? We'll get you hip. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. I feel so roasted in this episode. Nobody cares about social media in general. Oh, God. 
Because if they cared so much, they wouldn't be posting half the dumbass shit they do on there anyway. But that's only reason. I mean, they do the they do care a lot because motherfuckers be like, look, Trent, I got 40 likes. Like, cool. Only reason I have social media, like, only reason I have TikTok is so that I can make things. I like making things. It's why I'm here today, you know? And uh, that was an opportunity to, with my hectic schedule at the time, be able to make quick little things with little dedication. You know what I mean? Yeah. But to finish off. Yeah, yeah. You get on. Now I'm going to talk about the Bermuda Triangle. I have also been here. I know people are like, bruh, you've been to the Bermuda Triangle. Okay, calm down. I, I went on a cruise. It's still the same thing. But, Wait, a cruise into the Bermuda Triangle? Well, we went through it. I mean, also, I mean, the Bermuda Triangle is also massive too. I mean, it's not that crazy. Like it yeah. stretches into part of Florida. Exactly. Like, it's right off Florida's coast. Literally. So. <laughs> so, a little bit of quick facts. I'm not going to go too much in it because there's just way too much. I'm just going to point out the truths and not the you know propaganda theories, all that shit. So, quick facts. It was aliens. That's the truth. Yeah, you know, it it was aliens. We come back to aliens a lot. (laughs) Go on. So you can uh, find this all on unmuseum.org if you are looking for resources. So quick facts. The location of selection of the Atlantic Ocean bound by Bermuda, Puerto Rico, and the east coast of Florida. The area is... Known for the large number of missing planes and ship disappearances. The reality is, the statistics show that the number of sunken ships and crashed planes in this area is not more than would be expected given the large amount of traffic. The famous case is Flight 19. Five U.S. Navy torpedo bombers got lost when they went down in sea December 5th, 1945. Mm-hmm. And if anybody don't know that right off of Europe, that's World War Two. All right. A lot of weird shit happened in World War Two. Another famous case is the USS Cyclops, a U.S. Navy coal ship, disappeared in 1918. Another famous case is the SS Marine Sulphur Queen, a commercial tanker, disappeared in 1963. And the famous, another famous plane case would be the... NC-16002, a DC-3 airliner, disappeared on December 28, 1948. So here's what I'm getting from all this. Don't fly your plane or use your ship around the Bermuda Triangle during the month of December, nigga. It seems like the plane stuff is the weirdest shit, too. Like, it's... Like, more so than the ship stuff, typically. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, there is a phenomenon... I, I listen... There's a podcast that I listen to. Uh, I haven't listened to it in a while, but it's still ongoing. It's called Black Box Down. Oh. It is a, a Rooster Teeth podcast. Yeah, I heard about that one when I was We're, listening to... Uh, I, what was it? It was uh, Good Morning From Hell. Good Morning From Hell, yeah. So, Gustavo Sarola is joined by Chris Damaris, which he's in... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's in, so, they talk about... Plane crashes, like aviation disasters, basically. That's the entire podcast. That's what they talk about. And they've talked about a few that have happened like over the Bermuda Triangle. And it turns out there's like this phenomenon that up until like, I don't know, the early 2000s, they didn't have a way to like counter it. They still don't. But they, they monitor the weather better. And there's like something happens where like the air 
com- it, it it does some weird like clashing. The air up above the plane will clash, and it will create a downward force, hmm. and it will literally like. If planes are flying over the ocean, it'll just just knock them straight down into the ocean. Yeah, and I heard of that phenomenon too. So this isn't just like a warm and cold front colliding. This is like a weird separate thing. Yeah, it's like it's like a thing that could happen in like a matter of like two minutes. Yep, and then it like it's done. God, yeah, it's it's really I I forget what the fuck it's called, but it's something that they've talked about on Black Box Down before. That is like that leads me to believe that. A lot of the shit that happens that we don't understand, like everything seemed fine and then I don't know where the plane's gone. I think that's the answer for a lot of like those types of situations is because that's still something that we don't really have. We can't prevent it. There's no way for us to fly through it. It's a weather phenomenon. So yeah. it's a. Uh, so it's aliens. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. so I'm going to pretty much tell one. Out of all the famous cases I talked about, I'm pretty much going to try to summon up the disappearance of the NC-16002 because obviously planes disappearing over the ocean is more um, mysterious than just yeah. shif- ships. But it's also kind of common. That's ha- It's happened so much in yeah. the last like, 20 years. Think about the Malaysian flight. Yeah, Mala- yeah Malaysia flight. Oh, yeah. Uh, if, if any of our viewers don't know that... um. <laughs> I know that shit by heart. The Malaysian flight that disappeared um, mid to late 2000s. Actually, I feel like it was around 2013. I don't know. I'll I'll have to check before that. It was 2014. See, it was around. I was close around that point in time. I think, yeah. But um, pretty much the Malaysian flight disappeared out of radar, out of sight, never discovered. It's something of a phenomenon especially in this century we have found random pieces of the wreckage washed up in random countries but like we've never found the full plane exactly it's just random pieces of the wreckage and no evidence of what happened to the crew survivors nothing so the disappearance of nc16002 was a dc3 passenger plane that vanished on the night of December 28th, 1948, during a flight from San Juan, Puerto Rico to Miami, Florida. The weather was fine with high visibility and the flight was, according to the pilot, within 50 miles of Miami when it disappeared with its three crew members and 29 passengers. Though no probable cause for the loss was determined by the official official investigation, it is known that the plane battery was not fully charged on takeoff, and thus may have interfered with communications during the flight. A message from Miami to the plane that the direction of the run has changed may not have been received by the pilot, causing him to fly up to the 50 miles off course. See, that's another thing that I've noticed, too, with the plane disappearances is, especially with the Bermuda Triangle ones, a lot of them are, like, they're really fucking close to home. Like, they're, they're... they're like at the 98% point out of yeah. 100% of their journey, and yeah. then they're gone. And it's always like some sort of radio interference, some sort of satellite. Like one one minute they're there, next minute they disappear. And that shit is just crazy to me. It, like, they're really just getting sniped last minute like an eBay at, uh auction like like somebody hit him with the laser light got 20 years for that shit like trent said i think it's just safe not to be on a plane that is coming from outside the united states 
into Florida specifically Dur- in, during December. During December. <laughs> because once, <laughs> if I'm on a plane from like Puerto Rico and I'm flying into Florida and it's December, once I hear, okay, folks, we are about 100 miles out, I'm going to start getting worried. Because then I'm going to be like, are we going to make it? No, that ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for real, I think that we've just created a guideline for, for paranoid people to not fly at certain times. Like, Hey, listen, December is the month of my birthday, and I have no problem with not being in that area during the cold-ass weather. It's also about to be the month of your death day. You can yeah. start traveling like this. But it's yeah, also, I mean, the, I mean, that's also the tropical area of the place. I mean, the weather's going to be nice regardless. Even if it's fucking raining, it's still going to feel better than cold-ass winter. True. But the, <laughs> it's still, I, I, it's not something I would recommend yeah yeah it's just because it's always like i said every case i've ever heard it's always oh they disappeared 50 miles off the coast of florida oh 100 miles off the coast 20 miles out like they were they weren't far at all from being where they were supposed to be and then they're gone they're like oh we we, we can't see anything we don't know radio interference cut out that's it (laughs) what's the name of uh air traffic controllers yeah that is probably their worst fucking nightmare is just it all cut out. Imagine being in their shoes when one of these events happens. Yeah, imagine being an air traffic controller. You're telling a plane to respond, and then you just see their little blip on the radar disappear. Just vanish. Why yeah. do I hear, like, if you guys ever play Metal Gear Solid, whenever you die, fucking snake, <laughs> snake, <laughs> snake! <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but I love to imagine, I, like, the air traffic controller, the blip goes out. He's fucking distraught. He goes to the bar after work. He goes home. He's pissed drunk. He doesn't know how to process it. He's like stressed out. His wife is concerned for him. Their marriage is already crumbling. This dude. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn. I, know, I, I thought you were about to go ham. Like, you know, he starts drinking the bottle. His wife's mad. Tells her, tells him he needs to spend more time with her. Also, <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you're an air traffic controller, I'm pretty sure you cannot drink alcohol until you're on like a vacation or something like that. Yeah, it's because, true. Because they require all of their employees to be completely like, like, just look at Sully. Like they completely like as sober as possible like it's to the point where like if you're air traffic controller if you take specific medications yeah like they'll be like you can't work exactly because you're gonna fuck something up you know about sully right yes yeah yeah Yeah. but it, it it's like it's i i don't even think they get the luxury of going home and having a nice beer they're probably just sitting there like fuck no literally just stress on top of stress no, no, that adds to it. You see, he goes out, he gets the drinks, his wife is mad at him because he's drinking, he's not supposed to be because of his job, she knows that this puts people at risk, their marriage is already crumbling, his job finds out, they fire him, he's unemployed, his wife is trying to support him and his three kids, he has three kids now, uh, all at the same time, uh, but she works at, like, Denny's, and it, they end up losing their house, and it all comes back around, and then the aliens that took the plane down visit him and say, yeah, yeah, this was all just to fuck with you. Fuck you, John. And then they smack him in the face. They no one will ever believe you. They leave. He tries to tell his wife what happens. She thinks he's gone off the deep end. It all just gets worse. They end up getting divorced. He dies in a gutter alone and sad. And the aliens are laughing. With Ashton Kutcher. Like, this is my <laughs> best one yet. <laughs> I came back, you guys. <laughs> oh, God. 
Oh, that is that is some visceral laughter. <laughs> uh, okay, so that went way off the rails, but I'm proud of it. I direct it anyway. Ten out of ten. Um, so all presentations. Anything anyone want to share about uh, just the ocean? Everything we've talked about. Everything all together. Maybe a crossover. You know, something you didn't get to mention before. Any of that? Um. Uh. I just wanted to say, if you ever plan to go out to the ocean, do not. And I repeat. Do not deep sea scuba dive and then decide to go on a plane because you will die. I don't think that's true. That but is, that's actually true. <laughs> mm, well, yeah. Well, I mean, if it's immediately after. Well, yeah, yeah, that's I, what I'm I, talking I, about. I same say, day. I, I don't think anyone. <laughs> same day. Deep, I don't. And it's deep sea scuba diving, not just regular no, scuba yeah, diving. No, yeah, I'm saying I don't. People. There yeah, are decompression don't, chambers. No, yeah, that's don't. Obviously, don't do that. <laughs> I feel like that's obvious, though. I don't. I don't think. I don't think people are going like, "Oh, I'm gonna swim two thousand feet below the ocean, below the surface of the ocean, and then get on a plane." Five no one hours is from qualified now. to yeah. deep sea dive and not understand the difference in pressure. Yeah. Wait. That's. It. Yeah. Oh. No. That, that, let's. Yeah. On the deep sea point, one of the most terrifying jobs to exist: deep sea welder. Because these motherfuckers go down in the complete Fuck darkness. That. They weld what they need to. They have very little visibility. It's they, got much little, just, they got little lights and stuff to see two inches in front of them. They're fine. That's pretty <laughs> much it, though. Yeah. So if they just feel like something, and I'm sure it happens all the time, they'll just feel the life down there. Because the fish aren't thinking the way that like land mammals and shit do, where it's like, oh, I see a guy over there. I'm going to avoid it. Half of them can't even see down there. They're just fucking going and they're just like oh there's a little pocket of warm over here oh it just got warmer i wonder why because i could tell you if i felt something rub my back i'd piss myself down there oh End of story. uh i'm sure they're paid very well but i'm also sure that you could not pay me enough that's how i feel about being an ice trucker like just fuck that dude fuck driving on ice constantly on a daily basis in a semi i don't know it's, there's something about me that was like I can imagine like the most perfect horror film of like some dude who's working like by himself because stories like this are real out in the middle of a fucking chaotic ass storm in the middle of the ocean on like an oil rig or something. Just an oil rig horror story like would be pretty fucking awesome. Like, take maybe one of the guys on the ship went crazy or something. I don't know. But, like, let's say that there's something in the water that's climbing onto the rig and attacking people. And then maybe it's octopi. I don't know. <laughs> and then there's, like, a bust or something deep under the rig. And the welder has to go down. Imagine that movie scene of him in the complete darkness. I, I'm pretty sure that is a movie scene. And I'm trying to figure out if it's Cloverfield or if it's something else, but definitely a big giant beast well, taking down uh, an oil rig. Well, because like we we've I, there are see, like horror movie scenes of like oil rigs in the ocean and like some shit popping off. Yeah, and you can't quite tell what's happening, but it's fucking scary. Yeah, but like, I mean, we've gotten the same thing with like space films. It'll be like yeah. you know three okay. people on a ship drifting like you know just out of earth's orbit or some shit like yeah. that some shit goes wrong at a different sector of the fucking ship and mm. one dude just like 
walking through by himself like why are we having electricity problems over here like just weird shit like that like on an oil rig i feel like that's scarier because not only do you have something attacking you but you got the deadliness that is the ocean just yeah and it's not like miles. you're on something safe. You're in a oil rig, bro. That put, shit can go on fire. Put, those things are scary, too, because they're mounted on poles Literally. that are drilled into the the floor of the ocean. Yeah. The way motherfuckers built that shit is just like, how? And For real. Like, it's terrifying. Same with bridges that go over the ocean. Like, how do you... And you think skyscrapers are scary? Because... Skyscrapers are built to bend with the wind when yeah. they, you know, when the wind gets crazy. Imagine being on a fucking oil rig that's getting just assaulted by waves at all periods of time. Oh, you ever yeah. seen eight earthquake videos of like Japan and shit, and you just watch their skyscrapers just vibe with the wind and shit? Yeah, they just move back and forth. Yeah, it's just the craziest shit. Listen, you- yeah. <laughs> I've been to the top of the Empire State Building, breathtaking. Never again. Felt. Listen, I don't have a fear of heights really. Like, I'll get on a plane any day. I'll get on a plane any day. I'll go on a roller coaster any day. You will never catch me at the top of a fucking skyscraper. If we ever somehow end up out in fucking Dubai, I ain't going at the top of one of those bitches. No, I felt... I will. Shit, if we in Dubai, I'm balling like fucking... Uh, yeah, I, you'll catch me down on ground level renting a Lamborghini. <laughs> That's what I will be doing. Rick Ross in this bitch. That, I will not be at the top of that bitch. <laughs> catch me in a Hellcat. But yeah, oh, I will yeah. say that is the most unsafe I've ever felt was standing at the top of the Empire State Building. I was like, even though there's like railings and shit everywhere that go all the way up and around that keep you caged in, I felt like I was going to fall off that bitch at any moment. That's how I felt about the cruise ship. You're literally a floating fucking boat in the middle of the ocean. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. That shit is crazy, and the fact that they're built tall, tall as fuck, and you can house 5,000 people in that shit... What? Yeah. I Imagine being one of the people that works on the top floor of that shit every day. I think Ooh. I have a fear more of a... What's it called? I think the fear is called megalophobia, which is just a fear of big things. Like uh. ominously large things. Like, for example, an oil rig. That is an ominously large thing. A pyramid. Or a colossal squid. I can't imagine Josh just sitting there looking at a pyramid like, bro. Now, listen, if it wasn't disrespectful to the culture, I would climb to the top of the pyramid. That I would do. Because <laughs> that is that is solid. That is solid. You yeah. understand those... the geometric solidity of a, of a pyramid. Yeah, those bitches don't move. Triangles. The Empire State Building does move. Facts. <laughs> and I don't like that. But, like, no, it's, it's a real fear. Megalophobia. That shit is scary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, but like I said, heights I'm fine with, but just for some reason. Did it feel kind of like you were on a colossal breathing creature? Kinda. It like I don't know how to describe it fully, but it was just like imagine imagine you're standing on like a platform that's like imagine you're standing on a platform that is like you're it's on calm ocean but like you know you feel the waves like just rolling in yeah it feels like that you're just kind of like slowly just like moving back and just and with forth. the recognition of how high up you are yeah, like, that's the scary part yeah so you're not scared of heights you're scared of falling off of them yes <laughs> <laughs> i think a lot of people would agree it, it, it's it's not how high the skyscraper is it's the fact that the skyscraper moves <laughs> that's the part that scares yeah, me but like, understandable I mean, <laughs> 
with an understanding of how skyscrapers work, if I was at the top of one and it wasn't moving at all, I'd, I'd be, I would a little, be, I'd I'd be, be more, more scared con- yeah, of that. I'd yeah. be more concerned. I'd probably be freaking out 10 times worse. I'd be like, I feel wind. Why is this thing steady? Is this frigid? Is this about to snap? Like, <laughs> Granted, a fucking, what was it? I think it was like some bomber in like World War One hit the fucking Empire State Building and that bitch was fine. That's fucking crazy. Like, really? so, yeah. No, yeah. The Empire State Building has been hit by a plane before and nothing happened to That's it. That's crazy because the White House has been burned down and they were like, dang. Yeah. Wow. I guess jet fuel can't melt down. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's a discussion for a different time. That no, a, for real. Definitely. But, um. uh, no, yeah. I'll tell you what. When I was at the top of that bitch, I was like, today might be the day that they just say, fuck it, and send another plane at this bitch. Like, no, did that, That's why, like, I was just saying, like, and I was like, 13 14 years old oh, yeah, that. i was like yeah. i'm fucking terrified right josh yeah. just standing up there like this is majestic i've wet myself plus it was like the middle of like december or some shit like that. Right. It, it was like fall going into winter so oh, I'm yeah, like, fuck that. it's up there i mean it's not freezing but it's a little cold yeah <laughs> and i'm like this shit yeah. ain't for me. I ain't built to be up here like this. I was telling my uh, my mom the other day. There's people that get they're on like commission for years that get paid to climb to the top and change the light bulbs, like at the oh, top of skyscrapers. Yeah, they get paid a fuck ton of money because they're on commission for like five to seven years. Yeah, and then that one day when the light bulb burns out, they have to climb to the top of that bitch. Huh. That's crazy. And if the weather is too bad, they have to fucking scrap it and wait. And if they can't afford to wait, then they have to go up there and be uber careful. I mean, I that's wild. I get it? Like that's I I'd be willing to take that probably. I mean, yeah, it isn't deep sea welding. Where, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't fucking know. You feel a megalodon scrape your butt? You know, like and I then feel you go like home and your I'd rather good and <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather take my chance of. Most likely getting swallowed whole than fucking falling off a skyscraper and plummeting to my death. I don't know. You'd have plenty of time to, like, come to terms at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did anybody else want to sign off on anything else? No, yeah. I'm, I think we've covered the it. The ocean yeah. is scary. That's it. Yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah. There's... And heights are scary. That's all I'm going to say. But yeah, both things are scary. Both are, everything is scary. There everything. Are. <laughs> everything. Everything. We all have social anxiety and we're just like. People ang- are scary. Yeah, yeah. Everything. everything everything is scary <laughs> every a- absolutely everything in this world so like, we're signing off with everything is scary you guys yeah, make sure you uh live in a giant bubble if you want to travel yes <laughs> trust <laughs> the nothing. ocean the ocean <laughs> is full of weird creatures geologic phenomena uh that is apparently extremely fucking melt your face off and disappearances randomly so you know feel safe our goal is to make you as paranoid as edward snowden <laughs> for a second i thought you were just going to say ed and i'm just like wait wait a minute so if anything else buddy don't have anything else to say yeah i think we're good to sign off yep we're good take it easy everyone are you doing the outro drink dubby bye <laughs> yeah there you go drink dubby <laughs> drink dubby <laughs> Uh, rate, rate the podcast and listen to Weebs in the Hood. There you go. Yeah, all right. Y'all have a good one now. Take it easy, everyone. Be catch, safe. Catch you next time. Bye. Hello, everybody. After the fact, Ed here. Just wanted to remind you, our sponsor for this episode was Dubby Energy. 
wonderful company, wonderful product, and it's 10% off at checkout if you use code NIGHTCRAWLERS. Again, this is a no-crash energy drink, so if you use it, it is a great pick-me-up throughout the day and will help you ease out when it wears off rather than just crashing you after the freight train of energy that other energy drinks give you, let alone per serving, it is much cheaper than your store brand energy drinks. If you want to find us elsewhere, then we have multiple social medias, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and we should have Facebook after this. But aside from all of that, you can find Josh in Weaves in the Hood, which is another podcast that he does with some friends of ours who are, they're all great people. If you are interested in Japanese culture or the impact anime has had on our culture, especially within an urban environment, then that is definitely something that you would take interest in. They talk about a lot of different topics and it is always entertaining to hear them go back and forth. Other than all that, it's been wonderful having you guys listen and I hope you have a wonderful day. Goodbye.